Hi, my name is Jonah Hartman. And my name is Kyle Worrell. And we're coming at you from the Center for Media Innovation at Point Park University. And this is BDF. So you might be wondering what that means. That stands for uh, bros, dudes, and friends. So tonight we wanted to just get started off. It is it is 9.05 p.m. Uh, you could be listening to this at night. You could be listening to this uh, in the morning or in the afternoon, any time of the day, really. Um, we would suggest that some of our podcasts be listened to right before bedtime because we might be putting you to sleep with some smooth jazz. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. So today, today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite things in the entire world, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, one of your favorite things and something that I could not care less about. Oh, okay. So this is going to be interesting. It'll yeah. Be fun. So, so what I'm going to be doing today, Kyle, is I'm just going to be I'm just going to be talking to you about all the movies. We're going to try and get through all of them tonight. We might not. We might have to do it another time. We'll see how it goes. Um, but uh, I'm just going to be talking to you about Phase One, Phase Two, Phase Three, from Iron Man One all the way to Spider Man Far From Home. Okay. So you said a lot just now. Yeah, yeah. Are you going through like a timeline? Are you just gonna go through every movie? Are you gonna break it down? What 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 do we got going on? Yeah, so so we've got we've got two ways you can watch these movies. You can watch them chronologically, which would be um like within that universe how it would be set up. So first if it, if you do it like that, it would actually be Captain America because that movie, that that origin begins during World War Two. Okay. If you, or you can do it um, by release date, which okay. is like Iron Man one, and then The Incredible Hulk. We don't really talk about that one. That's okay, not, yeah, all right. We don't. Mm. And then it would be like Iron Man two, and so on. So it, it it goes like that. And so I prefer I prefer to watch them how they came out, like release date wise, um, because they have end credit scenes that lead into the next movie that like kind of hint and so that's one of the cool things that marvel does not not a lot of i've only seen maybe like a disney movie have like something at the end or something like that the simpsons movie has one see there so so i I, i'm not 100 percent sure i would have to i'll have to look that up but i'm pretty sure marvel is one of the only um film studios that does uh like end credit post credit all sorts of stuff to kind of tease the audience onto what the next movie is Okay, so before we start, I have a question. Yeah. So if we're going through this timeline of this universe, I know that there's like 30 Spider-Man movies. No. Uh, what like what do you, what do you do with those? Do you just like cut uh, some of them well, out? Well, well, so And also the Incredible Hulk like you mentioned, there's yeah. like 16 of those movies. I think I think you should I think you should watch. Well, there's there's one Incredible Hulk movie. Um I mean, you could watch. There's like cartoons and stuff, but uh, there's one just Incredible Hulk movie, like a solo film, and it's not it's not Mark Ruffalo. He's not the the Hulk in that. It's a whole different actor, um, and it's just a it's kind of an origin. It's also just a story where like like pretty much Hulk turns into the Hulk, and he destroys a bunch of U.S property and like the <laughs> government's trying to come after it, it it's it's not the best and the animation's terrible like it's even worse like iron man the first iron man co- came out in uh 2008 okay um the incredible hulk also came out in 2008 but the animation for iron man just seems 10 times better than the hulk's animation you can tell and and if you look at the hulk from the incredible hulk movie and then you look at him in uh like the Avengers and then just 
the regular universe. It's a completely different, they animate him completely different. He looks different and it's different actors. It's, it's a whole, it's, you don't, you don't have, I would suggest watching The Incredible Hulk at least once. Okay. Just so you know, you can, you, you, if you want to be a Marvel fan, you can watch it. You'll, you'll understand it. You'll, you'll look at it and you'll be like, okay, we don't ever have to watch that again. We'll, we'll put that disc, we'll put that digital download in, in, in the back burner, you in know? In the garbage can. Yeah. We don't, we don't, okay. Have well, to I don't know if I want to be a Marvel fan or not. This is kind of up uh, to you. So if you, you do a good job, maybe I'll consider it. I'm going to, I'm going to try my best. I will. Right. The you, entire franchise is in your hands. You're right. All right. Stanley. This is for you. <laughs> so let's start. Let's start with Iron Man one. Okay. All right. And I will be interrupting with oh, questions. No, of course. Okay. Of course, I want. I want you to uh, clarify your mind, man. You thank know? you. Thank you. So Iron Man one, very first movie. It's to kick off everything that comes after this. All the 22, 22 movies. I'm pretty There's sure. 22 There's twenty two movies. Yeah, 22. Oh my god. Um, and it spans from two thousand eight all the twenty twenty. All the way. Jesus. Yeah. That's a long time. It's 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 a very long time, but it's it's well worth the watch and the wait. If you if you were able to watch it from start like when they were coming out in the theaters to Endgame, you ugh. Uh, okay, it's a, it's so a, do a you whole know, different experience. Do you know how long? Okay, so say I wanted to sit down right now and watch every single movie. How yeah. long would it take me? How many hours? Do you know? Uh how many hours? Well, it's definitely gonna be it's definitely gonna be more than a day. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to actually I'll look that up right now. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. 45 hours. So, over almost almost 2 days. Yeah. I feel like that's not bad. I could do that. It, if I had nothing else going nothing on. Nothing else going on? Oh yeah. I feel like I, I mean I've done I've done like Lord of the Rings marathons before. Oh yeah. Um and I mean it it does get hard after a certain point because then you start to get tired and you and then honestly you get tired of sitting there you want to get up and do something you want to take a break but you got to keep keep trudging on you know well you know what that's what she said okay anyways all right let's get started let's let's get started let's get started so iron man one all right starts off kicks off everything okay it starts out and and you can see it if, if you when you watch these now, you really have to pay attention to each little detail because Marvel really does pay attention to these little details, including the character development of Tony Stark, one of my fav- favorite all-time character. You can see um, the, view- the-, the viewers or the listeners, the listeners, I guess. The, the listeners, listeners, yeah. You guys can't see. Sorry about that. Um, but my-, my phone case has <laughs> Iron Man on the back. It's his face. It sure does. And uh, you can flash a light on it, charge it up, and it will glow in the dark. We could turn the lights off lights off um in here and you would be able to see iron man glowing that's really cool thank you i had a phone case like that when i was in middle school well i (laughs) i anyway so iron man one um (laughs) it starts off tony stark he's an arms dealer okay okay like weapons weapons yeah he 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 creates these like kind of high-tech weapons they're just like missiles and stuff but they're they're pretty bad a word okay. i don't know i don't know if we're allowed to swear on this so i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna say okay. bad words okay <laughs> um <laughs> but uh but he makes these weapons and they 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 kick butt they kick butt they do and right. he sells them to the united states government yeah his, his his whole um family his family like uh history his dad um also he started he actually worked on the atomic bomb within this 
uh, universe, and we'll get to it, is that Tony Stark's dad also helped to create Captain America. He's the one that helps to come up with the super serum, and he he's there when they inject it into into Steve Rogers, the skinny Steve Steve Rogers. And uh, I got you. So he, he's a big deal. He's a big deal. And so this is this is Tony. This is after his father's dead. It's been years. He's taken over the company. He's this genius. His 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 uh, label in this time is genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. Okay, that's a lot. That's a pretty it, solid. It is label. a lot, but it explains his entire character. He's he's a genius. He's insanely smart he's a billionaire he has insane <laughs> amount of money billions you would say i would say billions all right well, not there you go. not millions not trillions billions around around billions okay yeah. fair enough um he's a playboy he does he, get, he gets all all the ladies man <laughs> gets all of them well when you're a genius and a billionaire the ladies follow in tow that that is true that is true. I would know. Just kidding. I'm okay, not a billionaire. Sure. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, and what then, is a philanthropist? What does that mean? You know, let's let's. <laughs> you know, you see, this is why I'm not Tony Stark. What is a, not a phil- philanthropist? Philanthropist. There we go. Let's see. A philanthropist is a person who seeks to promote the welfare of others, especially by the generous donation of money to good causes. Okay. So I would not I don't know from what I've seen of the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe, I don't know if I would label Mr. Tony Stark as a philanthropist. You know, I I I would agree um in this point of time because he is he is that self-centered rich mm-hmm. guy, doesn't care about anything. The movie starts out, well the movie starts out, okay, so the movie starts out with uh Tony Stark after he just showed uh did a weapons demonstration for the United States okay. uh, uh military. And he's in some foreign Middle Eastern country, and okay. he, they're driving. It's like a it's like a convoy of of hum, Humvees. If that's a convoy, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd uh, say it's a convoy. A herd. A herd of a Humvees. Or a gaggle. You know. A gaggle, like a gaggle of geese. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, or a so, pod. A pod. A pod of Humvees. Yeah. What I think of... I think they make funny noises too. Humvees. No. Yeah. <clears throat> that's just a car noise. Yeah, it's Humvee noise. Humvee, 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 Humvee. Yeah, there you go. That's what I heard whenever they were driving in the movie. Just Humvee, 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 Humvee. Like multiple keep going. It's just Humvee, 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 You know? I get you. Yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> so so it's a couple a couple Humvees. Um, Tony Stark is in one of them. He's with a couple of soldiers. Um, obviously, he's like this big, big name. They're all like super excited to be in this this vehicle with this genius billionaire playboy philanthropist you know philanthropist to be decided yes i guess i guess we could say that um philanthropist asterisks yeah yeah but so <laughs> so he's he's in this this vehicle and uh the one guy's like fanboying over him wants to take a picture um and and this this is where one of the tiny details comes in is uh the, the the soldier puts up a peace sign, and uh, Tony Stark goes, "Please, no gang signs," and he goes, "Oh, oh, I'm so I'm so sorry," and he's like, "Nah, I'm just kidding. I love peace. I I wouldn't be anywhere without peace. You know, it keeps me in business because everyone's always fighting for peace." Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but then throughout all the movies, this beca- the the peace sign kind of becomes his sig- like his his symbol in a way because any any you can see it in Spider Man um, Homecoming whenever he or or. Uh, 
Infinity War, whenever he's looking, or Endgame, apologies, Endgame, oh, whenever God, he's Jonah looking at, a, already, I know, I know, can't do this. I know, I, you know, I, I'm really tapping into this Marvel brain of mine, and it's like, it's all right. I don't know I if see you you're can, dressed for the occasion. I, I am. I, you know, I have to pull out the the Avengers shirts <laughs> whenever I'm watching the movies, whenever I'm talking about the movies, or whenever I'm just trying to look stylish. You know, sexy. You do look very stylish. Would you say I look sexy? Uh okay. We'll maybe get back like, to we'll get back to maybe that. Maybe like sexy minus. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? That was good. That Thank was you. good. That was like a dad. All joke. right, keep going. We gotta okay. get through these movies right. quick. You're, You're right. still on the first one. Okay. Anyways, it's like this is his origin, kicks everything off. Um he gets blown up, that the Humvee. He gets taken he doesn't get blown up, but he does get hit and like the shrapnel goes into his chest. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and then he gets taken into this like cave, and it's like these. Uh, I don't know the ethnicity. Ethnicity. I'm sorry. That's um, okay. But um, it's a bunch of like it's terrorists. They're terrorists, and um, they have him captive, and they want him to create this missile that he just showed. And what this missile does is it, it's a singular like big rocket, you know, shoots I'm familiar, up, yeah, shoots up into the air. And then it splits off into a bunch of other, like, mini, mini rockets. And then it comes down in, like, a barrage of, like, hellfire. And <laughs> okay, it just, right. it comes down. And in the demonstration, you see they, they shoot it towards, like, a, a mountain range. And it just covers the entire mountain range with, like, explosions. And then, uh, like, a gust of, like, wind, like, from just the explosions, like, the aftermath, kind of, of, like, uh-huh. like uh, you know, whenever they would, like, drop the atomic bomb. Um, if you were... If you were further, further, far away enough that it wouldn't really affect you, but it could like shatter windows, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. I like get that, what you know, uh-huh. like that, just that rush of just energy. Um, and so these terrorists are trying to have him create that for them, and um, so he wakes up in this cave and he has this like metal thing stuck in his chest, and and uh, he like wakes up and it's he sees it's like attached to a car battery and he's like what in the world he's like trying to like take it off and then there's this other guy there and he's like oh no I, I wouldn't do that if I were you and he's like what the heck he's like that's what's keeping you alive and that's that that light you see in the center of his chest is what uh-huh. he, it's there's this shrapnel that's entered that entered into his body and it's slowly making its way towards his like vital organs. And what that does is like an electromagnet is it keeps the shrapnel like in place from killing him. I did not know that. That's pretty yeah. cool. See? That's kind of scary though. I know. What if like there's a power outage or something? Well, you see, that's that's what happens next is so they ask him to build this missile and he's like, I'm not going to do it. They torture him and then they're like, you're going to build this missile. And he's like, okay. And they're like, we'll let you go if you build it. And he's like, no, you're not. And they can't understand English because the guy that was in the cave with him that built the thing for his chest, he's a good guy. He's helping him. Um, he's like the translator as well. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, they're not going to let you go. And so he's like, all right. And so they go back in the cave and it's just like a time lapse. And during this entire time, the entire world doesn't know. It's it's like, think of like an incredibly famous, like Elon Musk. Think okay. Elon Musk, all like right. billionaire doing a bunch of stuff and just out of nowhere, disappears terrorists they sent they they did like the video with him where it's like the bag over the head like yeah, yeah, yeah. all this stuff and so the entire world they don't the entire world doesn't know where he's at and so they're all freaking out and he's just in this cave trying to survive with this metal thing in this car battery he has to carry the car battery Oof. with him 
because it's like powering it so uh-huh. he doesn't die. Um, and so he, he goes back into this cave um, and he starts to uh, build, build. I For those listening, <laughs> I'm moving my, my hands in quotes. Air quotes. Air quotes, yeah. Build the, uh, the, the rocket for him. Um, and what he's actually building is he starts by building a new chest piece. And so he's taking all these things out from different, like, missiles that they have stockpiled from him and all these, like, little, like, bits of metal elements that were, are within, like, the uh, missiles and stuff. And he creates a mini arc reactor, which is, in this um, universe, it's, like, it's it's the best form of, like, clean energy. Okay. Um, and so... It's supposed. One of the one of the things he says is he builds it and starts glowing, and the translator guy, that's his friend, is like, "What? What is that? Like that?" And he's like, "Oh, this is like a mini arc reactor. It's what powers my one building back at home. I just miniaturized it. It should keep everything like not going into my chest." And he's like, "How?" He's like, "How much power is that?" And he's like, "Well, it could like keep a man living for like forty lifetimes, or it could po- power something very big." for a short period of time. And so this is him hinting at making the very first Iron Man suit, which is how he ends up getting out of that that cave. It's like this big clunky, it's called the uh, um, Mark One because it's the very first Because it's the suit. first one. Yeah. Cool, cool. So he gets out, um, decides he's not gonna be selling, uh, he's not gonna be selling, <clears throat> excuse me, weapons anymore. And, Fair um, enough the world goes berserk because he's a weapons manufacturer. That's literally what he does. That's what his money came from. Why are you just going to stop? Like, what the heck? And then his company goes crazy. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and so it's just, it's it's a whole movie of him becoming Iron Man. He makes a new, like, upgraded suit, the suit that you know as the Iron Man suit. Um, and uh, I won't I won't spoil it for you because I want you to watch it, but he ends up fighting someone close to him um, he does win, obviously, but uh, it's it's the start. And the end credit scene is him coming home after he has announced. Because usually you think superheroes aren't gonna, they aren't gonna say they're a superhero. Yeah, because they don't want the bad guys to get them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's so <laughs> that's wrong. No, that's not wrong. Um, it's protect their family. Yeah, yeah Protect yeah. themselves protect anyone that's close to them you know but uh he just his this is where you see his like self lo- like loathing is that is that the correct term i have no idea self love his he, he his uh selfishness in a way is uh he has holds a press conference to tell everyone that he is not iron man like there's no way he could be iron man and um he ends up throwing away the note cards and he's like I am Iron Man. Oh, great! And that's how the movie ends. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Nice. It's it's awesome. Good job, and then, Stark. Yeah, for real. And, and you you remember that quote? I am Iron Man. Yeah. For every single movie to come, and then when it comes to Endgame, whenever and I'm hoping if you're listening, um, you know how Endgame ends. Okay. Here, well, let's do this first. Obviously, spoiler alerts. If Spo- you, spoiler alert. If you care too much. If you're listening to this, you're probably a Marvel fan. Yeah. And you've yeah. seen them already. If not, this is your warning. Not my fault, sorry. Yeah. So 
<laughs> go go listen to some late night jazz <laughs> because we're not going to be playing that tonight. No, tonight we are we're not. We're talking about Marvel. Tonight it's superhero night. Superhero night. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we do have like 30 minutes left, so oh, you're going to have to all right, you're quick, right, you're quick right, round you're right, through these. Right. Just tell me like how they all connect to each other. Okay, so Iron Man, beginning of Iron Man, sets up everything, sets up the Avengers Initiative, which is where um, S.H.I.E.L.D., a, a different intelligence agency, is trying to create a group of remarkable, in, in quotes by Samuel Jackson, uh, a, a group of remarkable people. Um, <laughs> all right, I like it. I dig you. it. Thank you, but um, so what they're trying to do is create this group of like superheroes to defend the Earth from whatever is to come. The entire Earth. That sounds yeah. like a lot. Yeah, it's Great it is a lot. Responsibility. It is a lot, but you know they pull it off. They pull it off. Yeah, I mean we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are. Um, but so then we go to the Incredible Hulk, which is meh. Then we go to Iron Man two, which is kind of just setting up more a little bit, and then within that movie they give hints to the next movie which is thor word and I so i've seen thor good oh awesome so i've you, seen a few i've seen okay, a few okay so you you know what that you know what that's about i do it's about thor yeah and so <laughs> all of these all of these movies right now are leading up to the avengers they're all solo movies oh okay i see i see so it's it's iron man hulk thor and then the next after thor is captain america and that goes back to world war ii Okay, so we're jumping backwards in time. So we jump, yes, exactly. Right. So we jump backwards in time, and we're, it's during World War II. We have the Nazis, and then we have the fictional group Hydra, which is a branch from the Nazis. Um, it was uh, the, the Red Skull is his name because uh-huh. he tried to use the serum that they gave Captain America um, to make himself like a super soldier, but it backfired because it wasn't ready, and also he just didn't have the like. Uh, physical emotional attributes to be able to be to handle this uh serum and his entire face uh becomes like he bald eyes really sunken in um really bony and completely red uh-huh hence red skull, skull. right makes sense makes yeah. a lot of sense so um we go to that uh captain america steve rogers skinny little kid ends up he's trying as of all teenagers were trying teenagers young adults were trying to do they were trying to get they were trying to fight for the united states he's been trying to get past like the health screenings to be able to be fit for it but he has a bunch of pre-existing health conditions he's not strong he's super skinny and then um eventually he he fakes his like documents so that it will say that he's like healthy enough to to be in um and the final time he tries to get in, they they're like, "This is fake. Like, get out." <laughs> Damn. And um, which is, I I believe it's against the law to like fake your health records. Oh, it yeah. completely is. It, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Um, and so like obviously he's gonna get in trouble. But then this one this one guy, this scientist, is like, "Hold up, like, are you willing to like pretty much participate in an experiment?" <laughs> and, and he's, he's like, like, "Yeah, sure. yeah, pretty much. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah." Anything to help. Yeah, for real. And nice. so so he goes through basic training. Obviously he's like the uh <clears throat> like the last in the group of of people that are like in that regimen or that training group for basic training because he's he hasn't had the serum yet. So right. he's this skinny kid. Damn, so they just threw that kid in there? Threw him in just because they wanted to see because they had already that, that serum had already been tried on 
the Red Skull. Right, I see. You need to have like the mindset to like because what the doctor I forget his name, but the, what the doctor says to Steve Rogers is like right before the day that he's gonna get injected. Um, he's like, listen, this like uh, intensifies good, like good the goodness in you, but it can also intensify the evilness or the, oh okay and so if you're obviously if you're more good it's gonna right. intensify but red skull more bad trying to do this so that he can like overthrow hitler all this stuff because like he believes he's on the search for the tesseract and this is when the tesseract gets introduced which is a, a pretty much like a cube of power okay what we learn later is that it's an infinity stone word and so those um i'll jump ahead those are it's six stones, one stone for each finger, and then one stone would go in the center of the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> and these uh, these stones, um, if you get all of them, there's like reality stone, space stone, power stone, mind stone. Like they all have different like attributes to them that can do different things. So obviously space stone, you have that. You can use it to like teleport different places. I want that. Uh, yeah. The power stone, uh, you can use that to have more, like, power. Okay. Um, mind stone, uh, get into, like, the minds of people. You can, like, and that, uh, uh, we said space, power, mind, reality stone, uh, just completely manipulate the reality around you. So, like, you could you could walk into this, this suite and it would look like something else. Cool. And then cool. I could stop it and it would be back to this a beach time paradise perhaps. Perhaps. That's what perhaps. I would want to do. I would want I would want um a nice fire with a uh, with a couch and then <clears throat> me listening to some smooth jazz music which will be played later on whenever we create more podcasts. <laughs> whenever we fucking do that. We'll have a Oh, oh I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> Whenever we do we'll, that. We'll bleep it out, I hope. I don't know. We'll figure it <laughs> we'll out. Figure it. <laughs> we'll see. <clears throat> All right. So, Captain America, he then is frozen in ice. Okay. Um, his He has to crash a plane full of bombs um, in, well. like, the ice of Antarctica or some icy place. Um, <clears throat> and Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> is no, Ohio icy? No, not really. I've never been. Ohio's flat. It can still have ice. It's it's like it's 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 like here. It'll get snowy. It's not icy. I mean, it can get icy in the winter time. I'm a, I would say. So Ohio in the winter time is icy. Well, no, not <laughs> not at all Ohio. No, it's like it, it, icy enough that a plane will get buried in it, like a huge, like huge plane. Okay. So like Nebraska. Uh, <laughs> like like Washington State. Shout out Jan Slevin. Um, <laughs> from the icy yeah so so um he gets frozen in this ice people find him end credits is him waking up in today's time he was just frozen as himself okay um and he wakes up in today's time and uh he in the, freaks in out the present present yeah okay. yeah and he freaks out freaks out i would because too. like what the heck yeah, he's in the future. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's literally. crazy. That's like going to sleep and then waking up in the future. Um, <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. 
literally literally legitimately that is what it is like (laughs) um but so we get to the avengers movie and that is whenever shield um takes all of these superheroes and brings them together into this one group to defend the earth from thor's stepbrother loki okay who is and this is where we start to it really branches off now because now we get to see we finally see uh thanos okay who comes all the way in endgame and infinity war so they're planning from so avengers came out in 2012 Okay. This is when we see Loki's trying to Loki gets a uh, army from Thanos to come and invade Earth to try and take it over. Um Loki spoiler alert obviously <laughs> fails um because of the Avengers. But uh this is where we see Thanos because Thanos is trying throughout all of these movies he's trying to collect all of the infinity stones and as they as it says I- I'm sure you probably know if you collect all of the infinity stones you can wipe out life as you know it with the snap of a finger okay and so that's what thanos is thanos his mindset is uh he needs his his his, um planet was destroyed by uh overpopulation drought um famine all this stuff and he had told like i guess like the leaders of his his planet um that in order to save it they're gonna have to wipe out half of their population and they're like no that's genocide we're not going to do that like and then and then what he said happened and then what he said happened okay see i i feel him i'd be kind of pissed if i was like look this is what's going to happen this is what we got to do and they were like nah and then i was right oh i'd be so mad well so what he thinks is that he needs to help the universe and what he's going to do is he's going to collect all of these infinity stones, wipe out half of the universe so no so in his mind he's the good guy. He's going to I wipe mean, out half yeah. the universe so that uh everyone can live happily, uh, live without any famine over popul- anything anything bad would not be there because there'd be less people. Okay, so like I get it like he's the bad guy and this is bad and everything, but when you explain it like that, I, <laughs> I kind of understand where he's coming from. I know, I know. Like, if you really think about it, he isn't that bad. Like, he's also not, yeah, he he's is not terrible because he's trying to kill half of the entire universe's population. Okay, literally everything in existence. Yeah. So. That's. Eh. I mean, like, yeah, but like. And he it thinks, happens, and you know? he thinks that he can. Because he's gone to other planets to test this theory, and he'll just go and slaughter half of their population, and then years later they they come back and they're like you know, they they're happy again like they have a life. Okay, so and, wait and a minute. And he he talks about he talks about how the new generation won't even know about the the slaughter that happened because everyone everyone else is dead. Okay, so what <laughs> you're telling me is this guy was like, hey, my dudes some bad stuff's about to happen. We need to do this. And then they were like, no. And then he ended up being right. Mm-hmm. So what he did was somehow went to all these other places to test out his theory, and it ended up proving correctly. So, I mean, like, but it's I get also, it. Like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously killing people is bad. Yeah. But, I mean, I can't argue with, like, 
that's the scientific th- the scientific method. Like it's you can't the- argue with it, bro. Like <laughs> he busting out eighth grade science up in here. And it was working. <laughs> like I can't be mad. I can't be mad. That's true, but then also you have to think of the different variables, and one of those variables, whenever he does successfully get all the stones, he does snap, he kills half of the universe in Infinity War. Um, sorry, I didn't spoiler alert you guys, but I... Uh, spoiler alert. We did alert. a spoiler yeah, alert. Yeah, we that did. That was an umbrella we did. spoiler yeah, alert. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Everyone knows that he got the stones and he snapped his fingers. That every, one of the big... Literally the biggest film in history. So, come on. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't... If you don't know what has happened in any of in endgame and in infinity war specifically you live under a rock damn and you should go watch them or you just severely hate superheroes in which case you don't care about spoilers exactly so if you care and you haven't seen it and you still don't know yeah i don't honestly, know what to, i don't know what to say you. to you like, i don't, I don't know, know what to say to you like yeah <laughs> i should just spoil everything because you don't deserve to know <laughs> like you don't damn. deserve to, like come on come on you should know. It's literally the highest grossing film in history. Really? Yes. Endgame is the highest grossing film. I saw that film over seven times probably. You did not. In yeah. movie theaters? Movie theaters, yeah. Why? Because it's amazing. I saw it. I saw that movie. I saw Endgame and I saw Infinity War, the early showing night. <laughs> so there was like all the like hardcore like but like the energy in that theater man was unreal unmatched because stuff would happen like uh spoiler alert i'll say it just out of courtesy um <laughs> thank you jonah whenever polite. uh in in endgame captain do, do you mind do i do i oh, look like no, i mind would don't. i be here you if I you're mind? right you don't like, care no. you don't care <laughs> um so he he they're they're fighting thanos it's it's the main three it's Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, the, pe- the the ones that started it all, and they're they're fighting after this. He's after Thanos has completely demolished the entire like Avengers headquarters. He he's come back from like the past into the future. It's it's okay. time travel. Now we're getting into time travel and yeah, stuff. Yeah, see, this it's is where lot. you lose me. Well, this is where you lose me when it gets all complicated. I know, like, I know, but that's just you, show me some show me some sexy people in some sexy clothes beating up bad guys. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I don't care about well, <laughs> time travel and all this whatnot. Like, no, I don't need that. Well, then this is this is the place because I mean we've got we've got uh, Scarlett Johansson, we've got Chris Hemsworth, uh, Chris Evans, all, all these all these all these magnificent these pieces of art human <laughs> beings. Like they they very the, very attractive people. Yeah, yeah. So um. If you want that, this is this is the place. All this right. is definitely the place. Unless You've you want, me. Unless, unless you want like Christian Bale, although he was a good Batman. That's uh, now I'm getting into DC. He was a good Batman. However, Ben Affleck. I'm sorry, Ben Affleck, if you hear this, but you are terrible. <laughs> you are terrible as <laughs> <Damn>. Batman. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like Christian Bale better in Newsies. <laughs> okay, we're not. We're acting majors. We're not musical theater majors. Whatever. I can like what I like. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, back to it. Um, Captain America. If, so you have to be worthy in order to hold Thor's hammer. Okay. And no one's worthy. And then in this in this scene of Endgame, Captain America finally becomes worthy because he's sacrificed. He, he's one of the most, you would think that he's the most worthy, but uh, he has to come to terms with a bunch of other stuff. Right. And Emotional once he baggage. Fin- yeah. Once he finally does... 
he's worthy and they're like getting their butts kicked by thanos and you just see the the hammer move it's like a close-up of the hammer and the hammer starts to move and then it flies back and captain america's there and he catches it that's so and it cool. is the most magnificent scene but there there's so many awesome scenes in, the, in these movies okay but this one is one of the top because in that theater early showing you see that you don't expect that at <laughs> all because no one's been able to hold thor's hammer of course at all and look who it is captain america and everyone freaked out like screaming like clapping like it was insane and it was the most amazing experience you could that have does ever. Because like have you ever time. gone to a movie in a movie theater and people are like freaking out, like "Let's go!" like clapping and yeah. all this stuff in the movie theater? Are you asking me? Yeah, ha- have uh, you have you ever been? Probably, maybe none that I can like remember. But like every single person is like I, getting I'd... so high. like it's like it's like a like a stadium. Like people are just like hooting and hollering because they're so hyped yeah i've never experienced anything like that i I saw frank and weenie in theaters and everybody was crying including myself i I I cried i i the only movie i've cried um was endgame you're kidding i am not although unless i cried whenever spoiler alert i (laughs) i cried whenever iron man died and and you cried for real i did how old were you when this movie came out uh, eight, 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 mm, 18 or 17. And you cried? Let me. You were booing in the movie theater? Yeah, I was. Jonah, you're I such was a eight. little fanboy. Uh, no, I was 17. I, not know this? I was 17. I was 17. I saw it for my 17th birthday. And you cried? Yeah. Well, he, he's my, well, one, he's my favorite superhero. And Is he your favorite? Oh, do you have a question for this? Well, I was gonna. Okay, well, I was gonna ask what your favorite movie was out of all favorite of favorite movie out of all. Ooh, oh, all twenty two. All twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, let's see. We've got a lot. We've got a lot to pick from. Uh, favorite would either be. It's it's probably a tie between three. Okay. What what are they? Iron Man one. Just simply because it's the beginning, you know? It's, of course. It's kicking everything off, and it's something completely different than what anyone would have seen in an, in, in this these, like, superhero movies. Fair enough. And it's just, it's a work of art, because they put everything they had into that movie, and it paid off. Literally, fun fact, this um, <laughs> okay. Iron Man, the first one, was one of the first movies that RDJ, Robert, or... Robert, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Not um, RDJ. That's that's his nickname. <laughs> that's not his nickname. Just, I've never heard any. Everyone. Anybody okay. Call him anyways, that. anyways, uh, it's one of the first movies that he had whenever um, he was coming back from his awful part in life, where he was going through addiction, sub, like uh, alcohol abuse, like all this different stuff. He was actually in jail. Did you know that? Like just at one point. At one point, he was in jail because. Uh, one of the reasons he's in jail because he was high on some probably I don't know what it was coke or something some like hard drug yeah and he like ran down the street like butt naked he I think he went into somebody else's house like walked like high naked I I don't know I I know I don't know if I don't know if he was naked it was I mean he walked into someone else's house Uh, yeah that's pretty bad it's it's and 
I'm like 98% sure he did do that. You know, I'm not just spect. I I don't want I don't want to I don't want to harm harm your reputation. I can't harm your reputation, Robert Downey Jr. You're magnificent. But uh, uh, if I'm wrong, hit me up on Instagram and tell me. Uh, but but yeah, he went through a really rough patch. He filmed a movie while he was in prison. Like they, like he he they they would take him out, film his scenes, go back. Damn. Yeah. Um, so he went through a rough patch. He was he he uh lot his his one marriage fell apart because of it. Um, like it was bad. It was drugs, alcohol, all this stuff. Yeah, that's some tough um, stuff. And then he finally, they're like, "All right, listen, we're gonna give you a chance on this movie. Like, don't screw it up." And he didn't. I, and and what's crazy is he goes from being this drug addict, al- uh, alcohol uh, abuser, to uh. <laughs> Someone who's an alcoholic in this film, Iron Man. <laughs> uh, Tony Stark is an alcoholic, um, and you see that as time progresses, and then he gets out of that. That's character development. You know, he's an alcoholic. He's self-absorbed, and by the end, yeah, he'll, he'll drink, but he's not like drinking all yeah, the time. Yeah, nothing crazy. And uh, so, character he also... development parallel to real life development. Yeah, crazy. It's, it is crazy. It, it's it's something. He was like playing low key, kind of playing himself, you know. Low key, yeah. Uh, so you said that you had a tie, three t- three way tie for your favorites. What yes. are the other two? Yes, uh, Iron fi- Man two and three. No, no. <laughs> Iron Man three wasn't the best actually. It was good, but it was like, eh, All right. you know, yeah. Uh, didn't stick out, you know. Fair enough. Is that the one with the little kid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but my other two would definitely probably be. Infinity War and Endgame. Wow. Because that's just something that has never happened in movie history. They take every single character from all of these films leading up, Ant-Man, Scarlet Witch, Vision, the Guardians of the Galaxy, like all these different characters. Guardians of the Galaxy didn't even know these people existed until Infinity War when they meet on Titan, which is Thanos' home planet. Okay. And they think... The, the the guardians of the galaxy think that uh tony stark um uh peter parker like the people that are with them on this planet are working with thanos and so they get into this big argument um and it's you've seen it in the memes where they're like uh uh they're on the they're in the what's it called the ship and drax i forget what drax says what's he say um anyways any besides that um but it's like you never see that in any movie ever. And then after all, the, and then uh, after like the Avengers and all this stuff, DC tries to hop on board that train with uh, Batman versus Superman, which was terrible, um, and uh, the Justice League, which was terrible. Um, sorry if there's any DC fans out there. I like, I do like some of the characters, but their their movies are trash. They're trash. The only good DC films are Wonder Woman, um, Wonder Woman. Yeah, maybe Aquaman. Aquaman <laughs> I, was all I right. I saw Aquaman. I I I did like Aquaman. Um, I like the little fish people. <laughs> but yeah, that's literally it. There's there's I don't. And and Christian Bale's Batman isn't really a part of that universe. But uh, nah. I like that though. But. So, I've been wondering something. Yeah. 
do you think that these actors that are cast in these big roles as superheroes, mm-hmm. like you said, it's the top grossing film of mm-hmm. all time or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So do you think that it's going to be harder for them to get jobs afterwards? You know, I, that's what I had wondered whenever um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans stepped down. Well, obviously, Iron Man dies and uh, Captain America goes back in time to return the stones, but then he stays back in time with his wife. Like, he gets married. Does he really? Yeah, he he, he died. Is it his wife from the first movie? He, they weren't married, but, like, but yeah. they were they were dating. They were, like, in love. Like It's the same girl? Yeah, same girl. Oh, that is so And so cute. he decides, because Tony in Endgame, um, we've completely skipped all these other movies, but that's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll I ta- mean, yeah. We're, we're getting into all these other things that I feel are... I think you've a lot done nicer. Enough. Yeah, you know, we got through the first phase. That's good. How many phases are there? Three. Dear God. Yeah. Um, and they're starting on the fourth phase now. But well, they, they should have already had movies come out. But be- thanks to COVID. Um, anyways. Uh, oh, Jonah didn't get to go see his Marvel movies. <laughs> so sad. That's my favorite thing. That's my. Fa- I get so hyped. <laughs> I literally see every Marvel movie that comes out like the early showing. But anyways, so um, this was this was uh, character development again. Iron Iron Man, Tony Stark in um, uh, Endgame. Although a bunch of people's lives have been ruined and stuff, he was finally able to like settle down. He was lucky enough that his wife Pepper Potts um, wasn't uh, snapped away, um, and so he's able to just get out. He's he was stuck in space for. Uh, several like um, several months or something and he finally gets back he was like on the brink of death and all this stuff like he was planning to die and the the start of endgame is him planning to die in space like he sets up his like uh helmet he does a recording to his wife pepper and he's like listen um we are out of food we're out of water um every i'm when i drift away tonight like like every night all i'm going to be doing is thinking of you that is heartbreaking. Because he planned, he planned to die like that night. Absolutely heartbreaking. <clears throat> yeah. And then Captain Marvel comes, who, I mean, her movie was not the best. Um, but besides that, she comes, she rescues them, take care, like flies their spaceship. Uh, she pushes it? Yeah. She's, like when your car she's breaks like, down? Yeah, nice. yeah, but like faster. <laughs> right. Um, and he, he gets back to Earth and he's just like a wreck. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But uh, he's able to like get his he gets his life back. He 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 uh, has a daughter now, oh. um, and so he's like he's you see in this in these films later that he's completely lost that self loving like entitlement. He's all about trying to help others before himself, um, and you don't see that. You see in Iron in the beginning Iron Man I- Iron Men or. Iron Man's, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, wait. What, what what would that be? It's one person, but it's like multiple. But it's multiple. The Iron Man. Iron Men. The Iron Men movies. The Iron Men. No, there's no way it's the Iron Men. That would that would mean multiple Iron Men. There are technically multiple. There are multiple suits. Yeah. Um, I like that. The Iron Men. The Iron. The other Iron Men movies. Um, <laughs> that he's still that that uh, playboy like. Uh, all that like yeah, yeah, really yeah. into himself um will like think about himself before others um 
but uh, in, in the end, you see him completely come full round, and he makes the ultimate sacrifice of completely abandoning this life he finally has with a daughter and a, a, a loving wife, and uh, sacrifices his life to save every being in existence. <laughs> So that's kind of the ultimate, like, you know, sacrifice, the ultimate giving, you know? Yeah, of course. Because in the beginning movies, he was all about take, take, I'll give a little, take, take, you know? Yeah. And he goes to literally ending his life to save everyone. That is, which is a nice. That is some character development. It is. A, it is. And so um, he talks to Steve Rogers, Captain America, about, you know, why don't you get, why don't you stop, like, stop and just get a life like you're you've all you've done is been captain america like live you know yeah and so that's what he does he takes that that uh advice and when he goes back he lives and he lives a happy life with his wife he grows old and uh then at the end of Endgame, uh he goes he so he goes back in time and it seems like he doesn't come back but then with the way time travel, he ends up, like, showing up as an old man. Oh, no. Oh, because no. Because he's lived his life. Right. And so he knows where they were going to be at that specific point. So he goes there at that point, um, and he shows up as an old man. And he's like, I tried some of that that life that Tony was talking about. And uh, he ends up giving his shield because they're like, what? Uh, it's it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier who are there. Uh-huh. Um, oh, when he comes back. When he comes back. I see. I Which thought you were saying... he didn't come back. He just lived his life up until that point. Right. I thought you were saying that he went back in time as an old and man. Then, oh, no. And I was like, that's problematic because his girlfriend's super young. No. That's weird, <laughs> no. dude. No, he went back as him. Okay, I see. I yeah. understand. Um, and so he comes back and they're like, what the heck? How We need, like, Captain... Who's going to be Captain America? He's like... You, Sam. And he gives him the shield. And so on Disney Plus, there was supposed to be a branch off series called uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I believe. Oh. And it's uh, Falcon or Sam, that guy, uh, training to be Iron or to be Captain America. And so they all lead into these. To, into That's each other. crazy. They're and all it's just, just like, and then like a web. They they end end game so perfectly with all these movies because they they wrap up all these storylines and they wrap them up in a nice little bow and it's beautiful <laughs> and it's worth crying over. All right. I, okay. I take back what I said. I can see how you would cry over. That. I bet you would cry too. Like the very well, end. There's there's a whole monologue. So so he dies. I cried whenever whenever he died. Of course. And then. The ve- like the end is he has there's they have his funeral Iron Man Tony Stark's funeral oh my god and uh, it's a whole voiceover monologue in the beginning from Tony Stark to his daughter oh and then that's it zooms then it goes into his house and it's a hologram of him talking to his daughter and that um, might make me cry it, it it's that's so sad and in the beginning in the like the beginning ish of the film he's like with his daughter. And um, he, he, they, he figures out time travel, okay? So he figures it out, and then his daughter comes downstairs, surprises him, and he's like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be asleep. And she's like, uh, she repeats a, a cuss word that he says, and he's like, oh, you can't do that. He's like, what are you doing? She's like, uh, you want an ice pop? And he's like, you, 
you're right. Let's go get ice pops. Don't tell your mom that I said that wet bad word. And so they get like these like uh, pops like popsicles. They go back up to the room, eat them, finishes the popsicle. He's talking to her, and he's like, "All right, you gotta go to bed, or I'm gonna sell all your toys." All it's just funny like Tony Stark. Yeah, like humor. little like pa- yeah. parent. And he's banter. like, "I love you," and she's like, "I love you three thousand. and he's like, "Wow, three thousand. Because in her mind, that's the biggest number she can come right, up. Right, because she's a kid. Yeah, she's probably like six years old. Six or not even seven, yeah, definitely six. Um, and he's like, "Wow, like, wow, like, you love me that much? That's crazy." And he's like, "Good night." <laughs> and he shuts the door, and then he ends his monologue talking to his daughter with, "I love you three thousand. Oh my God, I could cry right now from that. It's it's a work of art, and it's a work of art that makes me cry every time. Oh, Jonah. Not 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 him. Like I got past like I became desensitized to him dying. Yeah. But that monologue, yeah, man. Yeah, that'll get you. Like it's 3 hours of just awesomeness and then you get to the end <laughs> and you just hear him he's like literally bending down like his daughter's just sitting there like obviously upset. Obviously. And upset. he had talked in the beginning about he's like, "Listen, if I have to ha- have a choice between like saving you guys or saving myself from my family i'm gonna choose my family because i have that now and in the end he's like I, he's become a whole new person he right. can't do that and so yeah. he sacrifices himself and he had known that he might end up doing that before and so he creates that that a uh, video message or that hologram message to uh for his daughter and and everyone but mainly his daughter to be like I'm sorry that this happened, but like I had to do it um, and I love you 3000 and then it ends and then it's just sadness of like every single character throughout the entire mo- throughout the entire franchise at this funeral and they're like standing there and it's uh, I think he's in like a coffin or they're, they're doing something um, and it's just uh, like the camera panning back towards every single character, the boy from uh, Iron Man Three that you were talking about, yeah, he's there. Really? Like they bring back every single person that has ever had like a little thing that is obviously not a bad guy, but like a good right. guy. Um, any anyone that has had a little thing in any of the movies, and they're there for his funeral because it's Tony Stark, and he's just it's Tony Stark, you know. Uh-huh. And it's just the saddest thing. <laughs> that it's is the sad. saddest thing because that's the end. Yeah. You you never think a superhero is going to have an end. And then when they do and it's your favorite superhero, <laughs> you're like, "Wow." And if you've been watching them from the very beginning, very begin when it's literally them taking a chance on this movie and it blows up and it becomes this huge franchise and you follow Tony Stark, this character, through all of these movies, and then he dies. But it's like a good death, and it's like a perfect ending. Yeah, I see. I see what you're and saying. And like you're upset because now he's gone, but also you're happy because like they did it so perfectly. Uh huh. I get you. And I they get you. they wrapped it up so well that it's just like, wow, wow. <laughs> Well, Jonah, uh, I love hearing you talk about this stuff. I can tell you're very passionate about it. <laughs> just a little, just a little. You know. Um, I will, I will definitely. You're gonna. You think I convinced you to uh, 
to uh, you know. You know, yeah, I will watch. watch I will watch some of the movies that I haven't watched. I'll okay. see how those go. You you'll have to you'll have to watch. See if you can do a like a thing from the beginning, or or just watch main ones. I guess I don't know. I'll I'll see. I'll, I'll think see about it. I'm, I'm definitely more interested than I was when we started this. But um, the time is 10 p.m. It so is. So that means our time here is it done. It is 10. I had fun um, with you, Jonah. I had a wonderful time. This was a wonderful first podcast. That I would we've agree. Done here. I've had fun. Um, I can't wait for for you guys to hear this out there. Um, hopefully, there is a you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this one, I I know this this may not have been the most entertaining thing for you listening, but uh, it's entertaining for us, and I think. I think that's all that matters. Um, so if it wasn't entertaining, please don't listen again. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Okay, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, we're going we're gonna to be talking about a lot more stuff in the future. We've got things from uh, Jazz Night. I'm, Jazz Night. I'm, I'm, I'm very I'm so excited, excited for Jazz, for Jazz Night. Night. Uh, to to um, us seeing what or who would win in fights. Um, to all, all, sorts of, all sorts of things. We'll, we'll be uh, watching videos for your pleasure. Your pleasure, even ours, I guess. But we'll be watching some some silly videos, possibly. But we've got a lot of a lot of good content to come, and I'm I'm super excited to see what the future holds. For, I am very for excited for BDF podcast, well. BDF podcast, all the way, baby. That's right. Um. So yeah, this was just a quick little first episode. So we had some things to talk about. Get used to the flow. Yeah. I think I think I think I I'm think pretty once, comfortable. Yeah. Once we got into it, it was you know. Yeah, it was fun. It was very fun. So uh, I think I think I'll close this out. So. Uh, I'm Jonah Hartman. And I'm Kyle Whirl. And this is BDF. BDF.